All right, everybody. Welcome to Romero Records, episode uh, seven. This is a pretty interesting episode. We have on Dustin again. Dustin, as you uh, might remember from our earlier podcast, he um, is a Marine and a very distinguished fellow. Ended up getting a job at Rockwell Automation. <laughs> Mama, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, today we are we're going to talk about uh, a little bit about intelligent people and their, uh, I guess, correlation with uh, all sorts of mental, uh, I guess, instability and uh, some anxiety, depression, and things of that nature. Uh, if you know anybody who has a type of uh, situation that goes through this kind of stuff, then you'll understand um, how it can really affect a person. It really affects how they think and how they interact with other people. And um, I think we can all have some sort of relation to it, um, I guess, just with the many different types of people that we interact with on a daily basis. So uh, if you will, Dustin, go ahead and uh, explain to people, you know, what I guess your uh, experience with uh, with people in this situation. If you know anybody personally or if you just, you know, read stories about anything, um, you know, just give give everybody, uh, I guess, a a rough uh, brief on whatever you know about it well as far as like mental disorders um it runs in my family like wildfire okay and so ultimately uh, mental disorders is what took my dad from us hmm. and uh it has affected me throughout most of my life so i'm not i'm no expert by any means but i have experienced it both through a family member and for myself uh it's not fun hmm. it's something that's Hard to describe if you've never, I guess, been through it, and under you cannot, you can never really understand. You can just guess at it, but it definitely can alter the way you see the world. Um, for a while, you'll see it as you know, dark and hateful, and not see very much good in the world. Um, and that's what makes it so hard to get out of, especially with the way things are portrayed today. Whereas you see um, so much negativity in the air on the news or on social media, you know, it's constant back and forth negativity. Uh, it just makes it that much harder to get out. So you have to literally um, find a way to not necessarily like cut it off and imagine you're in this happy-go-lucky world because that's unrealistic, but you have to find a way to cope and find releases and stuff that can cheer you up that um, you can do you know, pretty frequently. And so it starts off as a distraction, but then it later leads into like developing a habit of you know finding the positive side in things. Like, oh, my, uh, like, say something bad came up and happened and you had to shell out a bunch of money for it. Um, you have to try to find, like, a positive spin on it to be like, well, at least it happened before, you know, like, say your car, something happened to your car. And when you tried to start it or something, it um, wasn't working and uh, you had to shell out a bunch of money for it. You can uh, like, yeah, that's a real big negative thing for some people because a lot of people can't afford a big surprise like that. Um, but a positive thing is like, well, at least it happened while it was parked. Um, at least I wasn't going like 90 down the freeway and, uh, it just went out and I couldn't do nothing about it. Yeah. So you kind of have to like literally rewire your brain to go from being negative all the time to finding the positives in life. Mm. Um, but as far as like the intellectual part of it, like there's been a lot of, so in the limited knowledge and research that I did is a rough estimate of about 30 studies that have been done that correlate um, higher intellect with 
mental mental instability. So they say you're more likely to experience bipolar disorder, depression, anxiety, all those. Um, and for me, a simpleton, um, I looked at it as if like, oh, well, I guess the more the brain understands about reality, the more it's like, yeah, we should just leave. Mm. So, but uh, there's a couple studies that pointed out to um, like our ancestral background saying the modern human's brain was developed during that time period, you know, the primal um, emotion of fear mm-hmm. and fight or flight, you know, that's been ingrained in us from our ancestral ties. And they say the brain is programmed and wired for that time. And so it has sometimes, especially with higher intellect, it has difficulty like fathoming and understanding and accepting um, stuff that we have now that didn't exist back then. Mm. So like the sciences and the math that we have um, obviously didn't exist back then. You know, it didn't, wasn't a thing. And so the brain has a hard time like accepting those things, which is weird to think about it. Because it's like our brains are the ones that created it. So how come we cannot accept it? Which honestly is a shock to me. I didn't know that till I read up on it a little bit. Um, but there's been plenty of people, like famous people, like Ernest Hemingway, bipolar. Um, Van Gogh, bipolar. So there's people that I never knew about that suffered from these things, but they're such great artists. But they also struggle so much that it's become a question of how much are we going to let, you know, these, I guess, higher thinking individuals suffer for our profit. And um, I guess just uh, to piggyback off of that exact phrase. So uh, to bring it more modern, you know, you're bringing up people who were, you know, lived a long time ago. Um, Think about um, somebody like Kanye. Uh, Kanye went through, I'm not going to say a phase, but a phase (laughs) to where he, people just, they just really think he's crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I say, I say he went through, but I feel like he's still kind of going through that because there are so many times where he'll just say some crazy stuff and, or just do some crazy things. And everybody's like, yo, Kanye is crazy. You know, something's wrong with him. Mm -hmm. But then other people are like, there's something actually probably, you know, like wrong with them. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, like some people just say it just to be joking. Like, yo, yeah. that dude's crazy and something's wrong with him. But then some people are like, no, there's actually something wrong with him. I remember he was on, um, he did a short little interview with TMZ. I don't know if you saw that. You can mm-hmm. find it on YouTube. I'm pretty sure. I think that's where I saw it. Yeah. But um, he was talking about how he was taking all sorts of pills. And he said that he was, uh, he got surgery. He got like liposuction or something. Because he was afraid that people were going to make fun of him for being fat. And I was like, wow. Because his his fame, his status yeah, really was controlling who he was or how he acted. Yeah, it was absolutely affecting his mental state. And I don't know if that's maybe, you know, that happens to people who are very well-known, people who are very well-renowned. You have to think of people maybe like Albert Einstein. That dude was a genius, and everybody knew it. Also, people like Elon Musk. I don't know if you've ever seen Elon Musk talk. That dude sounds so weird. <laughs> he sounds super weird. It sounds like he's struggling to have a conversation mm-hmm. with with whoever he's talking to. And he's a genius. But he, that dude's a genius. So you, it makes you wonder exactly that. Are people who are 
more intellectual, people who have a greater set of thinking than, I guess, the average individual. Because you, you have to give it to Kanye. That dude is a musical genius. The, yep. the instrumentals that he makes, the beats, all the, the music, everything he does is art, and he pieces it together pretty well. No matter if you think, like, honestly, I think his last album was trash, in my opinion. Yeah. But some people think it was amazing. Yeah. It's, it's good to somebody. Well, I mean, it's the, Kar- the Kardashians, bro. They break people. Oh, yeah. They, that's, <laughs> that's what they do. Look what they did to the NBA player. I mean, come on. He's got a Coke addiction now. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> but it's, it's crazy thinking about the people who are well-renowned and have some sort of, um, I guess, that people take what they are, you know, who they are in the world, mm-hmm. and they put it on a pedestal. And I don't know if that affects how it has think? to. It has to, because um, th- this day and age, it's you know a lot of um, you know instant uh, gratification, uh, mm. and also people are just so much more toxic now than they used oh, to yeah. be. Oh yeah. Um, like you remember, like growing up, you know, parents would say, "Yeah, when we were kids, you know, we could leave the door unlocked, or we'd leave and we'd come back. You know, didn't have a cell phone, nothing. We were fine. And even for some of us, you know, depending on where you grew up." Um, we had that same kind of ordeal. Like you'd leave and then it's like, Hey, be back before the streetlights come on. Oh, yeah. That's when you had to come home. I didn't have a cell phone. All I had was a bike. You know, <laughs> I just pedal my way over to my friend's house and, you know, we'd play all day and whatever. And I'd come home before the sun got down all the way. Um, and nowadays you can't do that because there's so many, you know, creeps and there's people that are just not sane now. Um, and a lot of it has to do with the way technology has influenced us. Because if you look at the average teen now, um, say, you know, leaving middle school, getting into high school, the, especially high school, um, the teens there have such bad anxiety mm. and, um, depression that they're higher than the mental patients that they used to put in mental facilities in the fifties. Mm. That is how much stress they're under right now. And you think, well, what do you have to worry about? You're a kid. You literally go to school, you, uh, do homework. That's it. Your parents do everything else. It should be your parents that have that, you know, that high level when it's not the case because they're growing up with all this new technology that, you know, a lot of us, we were born before we rate, we raised a little bit and then it was born after us. And so we kind of, you know, we're not as in touch with it and it's not all we know. So we're not as affected. We're still greatly affected by it um, a lot more than our parents are because obviously they had none of it. Yeah, correct. Yeah. But um, the kids now, uh, you know, there's so much pressure to live a certain way, project a certain image. And if you don't live up to it, you know, there's going to be someone that says it. And even if you do live up to it, it's going to be someone that says something negative about it. Mm-hmm. And at any age, you know, if it's just constant negativity in that way, your brain is going to eventually start to think that way. Mm-hmm. You got one of two routes. Your brain can choose to, you know, just say, I don't care what people think. I don't care what they say. You know, I'm going to do what makes me happy. And then there's another one where you front like that, but in reality, behind closed doors, you know, you're trying to alter your image yourself or the way you talk or the things you do to become, you know, a more socially acceptable person and be with the popular kids. Yeah. And it's just becoming visceral now at this point, like online, these people are just ruthless. Absolutely. <laughs> if you if you just take a second and look through anybody's like anybody who's famous who's got a blue check mark oh <laughs> next to their name just read comments that are on that person yeah page. Dude. any any post that, that person is going to post if they have 
I don't know, a thousand comments, five thousand comments, there's going to be probably I don't know, thirty percent are negative at least. That's insane. Yeah, people, people who either you follow the person or you don't, whatever you do, people are going to leave some negative comments. And yeah, it's, it's, you you can't. It's that age old saying you can't please everybody. Oh yeah. But in today's day and age, everybody wants to be pleased, and if they are not in the slightest way. If they're like, oh, this, you almost made me happy. Mm. You missed it by this much. So for that, I'm going to rip into you as best I can and do my worst towards you. And that's the way people see it nowadays. And that's the way they think. And so people that I guess are like in the limelight, you know, especially like a good example, Disney, um, all their actors and everyone that's, uh, you know, I guess tied in with them. I can't imagine the stress they're under because Tons. they, if they literally have to be walking angels, because if they mess up one little thing, they're blackballed. Yeah. They're done. I mean, it's over. And that kind of pressure, especially on like these teen actors, it's got to be insane. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because let's face it, being a teenager, you're you're going to mess up. You're going to, you know, go out to a party or you're going to, you know, fail a test or something like that. Mm. You know, it could be anything minor or it could be for some people, you know, they're overachievers and they'll fail epically at yeah. something. Yeah. But um for them they have to live by a different set of rules they literally have to live um in a cocoon of like i can't do that i can only go to disney sponsored events because that's the only things i'm allowed to do and not get in trouble for at this point like how they put up with that and how they do it i'll never understand and even think about so you know say you're the really smart kid in class and um whether it's college or high school whatever Mm -hmm. have you um, think about somebody who is like that and they see, you know, they see an athlete in high school who probably is like making C's or whatever. And they're the smart kid and they're making all A's and nobody really talks to them. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're making all the good grades. And nobody talks to them. They're not popular, but yet you got the kid who, you know, is making straight C's and B's in school. And yet they're the popular kid and everybody talks to them. They have fun. They get away with stuff, yada, yada, yada. That has to be mentally crippling to a person to think that you should be important, but nobody cares about you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I've seen it. I've seen it time and time again. Um, where you'll see like this one person that, uh, you know, hey, they're just so smart. It's insane how smart they are, but they have no friends. And that's mm-hmm. a it's a double sided uh, coin, though, because you have on one end of the coin, you have, you know, people. Honestly, I do believe it's like an inferiority complex where they feel inferior to that person. So they want to distance themselves because they don't, you know, they don't want to, nobody wants to be made to feel stupid. Yeah. yeah. And if someone with a really high intellect is next to you, you're really not going to, you're not going to yeah. talk to them that much yeah, because yeah. you're like, yeah, I don't want to feel like an idiot all the time. You don't why? know what to say. Yeah. Like, why would, <laughs> yeah and he'd be like, don't be foolish. <laughs> and they'll do that. And so you're just like, oh, all right, I'm an idiot now and yeah. all this and that. And um, nobody likes that feeling. That's what, And that, it's sad to say that's why a lot of people do prefer athletes because there's a stereotype. Yeah, you know, yeah. they're just big and dumb. Mm-hmm. That's all athletes are. They can play with a ball really good and they're <laughs> physically gifted. That's all it is. Man, and, I remember uh, when I was in basic training, there's a Rogers. That was his name so rogers he um with <laughs> me and him we were having some conversation about i think it was just about galaxies or outer space or something i don't remember mm-hmm. what it was but we were talking about that one uh, one day during basic training and rogers was like henderson you know i, I actually kind of like you at first i thought you were just one of those really douchebag jocks because you're just so big and muscular i was like 
dang, Rogers, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but he was like, you're actually pretty smart and pretty cool. And I was like, wow. So it, it's funny. I mean, I don't he, – he was a likable person. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was pretty smart. Um, he seemed to have some sort of, I guess – social awkwardness when he was around people just because the way he talked yeah but um he he carried himself pretty decently uh he had confidence he wasn't like you know the most cocky person or confident wise but he you know he he was able to do what he could if he was put on the spot he'd handle it yeah uh but it was it was just funny for him to say that about me uh you know a lot of people probably think that about me when they see me. I'm a muscular guy, and they're probably thinking, you know, I'm just another jock type person. But I've, I've gotten that multiple times. But to to hear that from somebody who is a, a pretty intellectual person, as he was, yeah, and to know that that's what those type of people think, those people who are smart and they distance themselves. Mm-hmm. They think that about other people, so they might you know, not talk to other people because yeah. of the way they feel how other people are. And it's, <laughs> a lot of times, so people will always say, are you, are you judging me? Like, don't judge me, stuff like that. I judge people all the time. All I, the time. I tell people that, and I do not even hesitate to tell people that. Like, yo, I'm going to judge you hard. Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm going to criticize you. Yeah. I'm going to judge you because I'm going to think a certain way about you based off of how you act, the way you dress, the way you talk, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to change how I actually treat you. Yeah. That's just what I'm thinking about. How you, you treat me is going to change how I treat you. <laughs> yeah. You want to yeah. be a douche magoo? All yeah. right, we I, can play this in twos. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's no big deal to think a certain way about people. Yeah. You know, if you're, if you're a type of person who has, like, any type of anxiety or depression or something like that, you just automatically have a certain way that you think about other people. It's so not it's, even about other people. It's what you think those other people think about you. That too, yeah. Anxiety is a real killer on that. Um, oh, yeah. Like, you can literally, anxiety will cause you to not go out. Mm-hmm. You know, you get the friends that, or you get the people that, um, you know, they can talk to people, but it takes them a long time to develop a connection to where they can talk to them comfortably. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I mean, you know, they get somewhere and they think, oh, I'm, I'm too stupid for this. Or, you know, they think, oh, I talk a certain way, you know, because they do have a higher intellect. Some of them do. Um, they, they talk a certain way that it's a little bit elevated because mm. they, they, I mean, those dumb people are like, Oh, you use your big words. You think you're <laughs> fancy, huh? And you know, we could be just messing with them, but to them deep down, that's how they seriously, their mind perceives it yeah. is like people think I'm stuck up because I use big words, but it's the only, it's the words that what, that's what comes to me naturally. Yeah. And some of that though is honestly because they read. Mm. A lot of people don't read. Yeah. I'm guilty of it myself. <laughs> I don't read, bro. I'm like, Hey. What's that? It's a book. Is there a movie out about it? Yeah, I'll go watch that. <laughs> I mean, it's just, that's how I am. But, uh, you know, because a lot of people, especially in this day and age, don't read unless mm-hmm. it's something like a tweet and like 120 characters or less. Yeah. I ain't reading it. Yeah. Um, and it's it's f- f- like weird because we have so much access to tech, I mean, to documentation now. Mm-hmm. We could read any report we want. Yep. If I wanted to Google something in China and have Google translated so I could read it, <laughs> I could make that happen yeah. now. Yeah. Um, but, and they, so, and reading does, you know, make it to where your brain comprehends more. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yes, it'll improve how fast you read, but, um, you expose your brain to like words that, um, it doesn't normally see in this day and age because everybody's, you know, trying to make everything as short as possible. And, um, this says, you know, all these big words that no one ever knows how to spell. 
Like, it's insane that um, just because, hey, I read a lot of books, now I'm smarter. And now my brain is like, well, people are going to think you're a stuck-up douche mm -hmm. because you use these big words. You think you're better than people. Why do you think you're better than people? And then they attack themselves, and they'll psych themselves out. And being smart doesn't help because your mind will start running at a thousand miles per hour. And then it's like, and then it starts running through, um, like what uh, could possibly go wrong or what could be said or how people <clears throat> perceive you, and you just kind of like shut yourself off from the world. And it's sad because some, I've met people that like are really not social, sociable mm -hmm. people. They don't talk to a lot of people at all. Mm -hmm. um, and I, you know, being stubborn as I am. If I see them and I'm like, eh, you need to come out and have a life. I'll weasel my way into their life and be like, all right, now let's go. Mm -hmm. And I'll take them out and, you know, try to get them to talk to people. And if not, you know, it's fine. I'll just, I'll be that friend. I'll go hang out with them and play video games or, you know, talk about whatever. And I'll tell them every time I'm like, yeah, whatever, smarty pants. You can't beat me up, <laughs> you know, just to mess with them. But what else can you do? Can you box? Yeah, yeah. Can, can you, you box, bro? <laughs> can you even dance? You got holes? <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, I like, I just, you know, I show them that because some of them really can't take a joke. Yeah. Some people can really not take a joke and especially some people with anxiety, which is weird. Or at least the ones I've experienced. I don't know if this is a stereotype, mm -hmm. but the ones I've experienced, you know, they take a lot of the jokes serious as if like I'm voicing a uh, serious complaint to them saying mm -hmm. that, hey, I'm tired of you making me feel like an idiot. No, I don't care. I know I'm stupid. Mm -hmm. I, don't bother me. I mean, I get by, I do what I got to do, and I learn what I have to learn. May not be as fast as the other guy, but, but, um, and they, they take it to heart, you know, like an honest criticism. Mm -hmm. Like if someone's like literally critiquing you to try to help you become better, that's what they think it is. Mm -hmm. And then they feel bad about themselves and they like attack themselves about it, saying, why, why are you trying, why do you always have to make people feel stupid around you? Mm -hmm. Like, yes, we get it. You're smart but you don't have to rub it in people's faces when they're not. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't help that there are some really, really sensitive people out here that are just like, yeah, you think you're smarter than me? Yeah. And it's like, well, judging from the way you talk, yes, <laughs> absolutely, 100%, I believe I will outperform you on any test. <laughs> it's, um, it's also interesting how, I guess, how other people perceive really smart people and how just, just by the way that you interact with them can affect how because when, when you are a really smart person you tend to I guess overanalyze a situation and it's it's very damaging to a person who can comprehend that type of thing because a lot of people you know if, if you say something or do a certain thing it'll just go over their head like they don't even think about it yeah but somebody who's really smart they're going to analyze that and it's it's magnified times 10 mm -hmm. because if they're going through anything i know so a girl i used to date she she had anxiety and depression and it was crazy because she was trying to explain it to me and that was like super hard to comprehend because she was just talking about how she felt like she was in a box and that she she was just like trapped like trapped in her mind and i was like whoa <laughs> block I, yeah, I, i've never experienced that i've yeah. never felt like i was trapped in my mind it's really hard to understand unless you've gone through it yeah. and um like before you know obviously i was a kid i didn't have to worry about it um i was fine and then around you know 17 18 it hit me like mm. a freight train and you honestly and like people try to help 
and it sucks because you want the help and you want you know to have people that are there for you and even when you do you still shut them out your yeah. brain will still force you to shut them out don't even know how to deal with it and you'll withdraw from everything and everyone and just lay in bed or just sit in a chair and like stare outside or you know do anything you can to isolate yourself and just be be alone which is the absolute worst thing to do um in most cases in some cases it's just what the doctor ordered because some people you know they get off by themselves and they find themselves mm -hmm. and you know they become so much happier because of it so i mean it could go either way predominantly though it does go in the more alone you are the worse it gets yeah um and that sucks but it's uh i honestly do believe um in in the case of i guess like the higher intellects it's because they see how messed up the world really is and yeah. they understand it more than you know the common mind they understand you know no matter how good they are at what they do or no matter what new crazy invention they come up with to help the world it's not gonna save it it's yeah. not gonna you know sorry to be mr doom and gloom right now but it's the truth yeah and um they see that and they, they comprehend it so much more in detail mm -hmm. than the rest of us and it just like it depresses the the hell out of them. Yeah. Hell, it depresses me, and I'm just like, man, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it's it's a shitty situation, no matter how oh, yeah. you look at it. Oh yeah. Well, I I definitely think that it's something that, um, I I don't think people are trying to take advantage of it. I think they're, I think things. Some people can, are. Yeah. Some people are. I, they will they will claim they're depressed. Um, just for attention, they will claim, um, you know, the ones that vocalize it the most nine times out of 10 don't have it. Mm. They just want attention. And that's what's in right now. Yeah. Um, it's the ones you got to worry about that literally are quiet, mm. um, off to themselves. Like they don't make a scene. They try to just blend in the background and never be seen because their anxiety and everything kicks in that way. And then on the flip side though, you could have someone that's the center of attention all the time. You know, they're constantly cracking jokes. They're constantly being funny. And you know, and you you see them and you see all these people interact with them. You're like, oh my God, he must be so happy. When he goes home, he's clinically depressed. Mm. And you know, that's what the issue with like a lot of comedians. Drinking all the time. Mm -hmm. um, drinking, uh, doing drugs. Yeah. Like a lot of comedians are clinically depressed. And you know, Straight as out. funny as they are in public, when they go home, they're just... They're fried, and uh, it's horrible to see that. Absolutely. Um, all right, well, so this is actually going to wrap it up, but I just want – I think I just want people to understand that if you see somebody who you think is going through, like, a bunch of stuff, take some time to, like, really understand. You know, understand whatever that person is going through. Uh, understand whatever their situation is. Uh, there's, there's, as, as we said, there's, there's tons of people, even if they're not extremely brilliant, uh, artistic or anything like that. Uh, even like in the case of Kanye, like we, as people look at famous people that we don't know that we aren't familiar with mm -hmm. and we treat them like freaking monkeys that are just like entertaining us and dance monkey. Yeah. Like it was like, shut up and dance. Uh, like, the, that one reporter, she, uh, she told LeBron James to, to shut, shut up and play, play shut, ball, shut up and play ball. Like. That dude has an actual mind. Was that Tommy Lauren? I have no idea. I think idea. it was her. Was she blonde? I, I don't even remember. I don't even know. I think it was her. Um, she's gotten into a plenty of fights with uh, like the rap industry and athletes. Oh, okay. Um, but she's she's a whole other story. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just to end it, just, yeah, people, make sure that you understand 
you know, what's going on, uh, talk to the people. And, you know, if they need their space, give them the space. But if yeah. not, you y'all know, need to. And everyone, can. I just want to say this before we go, is just to understand that not one solution fits all. Absolutely. It's not a one size fits all type deal. I mean, each one is different. You have to handle it differently. You know, just figure out how you can best help them without smothering them, because then that'll just push them away even farther. So you got to find that right balance. Um, but just don't give up on them and be there for them when they need you. And I promise you'll have a friend for life after that. Awesome. Thank you, Dustin. And everybody, thank you for tuning in and see you next time.